For Wednesday, July 14, 2010, this is the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page this morning. Changes offered for Alzheimer's diagnosis. Iranian saga takes a U-turn toward the bazaar. And police are charged in 2005 killings in New Orleans. Also, spill increased challenges for New Orleans mayor. A judge refuses to dismiss bombing suspects' case, and with a new cap tightly in place, BP prepares to test well. In this morning's financial headlines, FCC expletives policy is ruled unconstitutional. Saying demand was strong, Intel tops its forecast. And CNN nears a deal with Piers Morgan to fill King's slot. There will, of course, be more business news, along with more national and world stories. A roundup from the sports page and the opinions of New York Times columnist Thomas Friedman. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, Changes Offered for Alzheimer's Diagnosis. It's reported by Gina Collada. For the first time in 25 years, medical experts are proposing a major change in the criteria for Alzheimer's disease, part of a new movement to diagnose and eventually treat the disease earlier. The new diagnostic guidelines presented on Tuesday would mean that new technologies such as brain scans would be used to detect the disease even before there are evident memory problems or other symptoms. If the guidelines are adopted, as expected, some experts predict a two- to three-fold increase in the number of people with Alzheimer's disease. Many more people would be told they probably are on their way to getting it. The changes could also help drug companies that are, for the first time, developing new drugs to try to attack the disease earlier. So far, there are no drugs that alter the course of the disease. Development of the guidelines by panels convened by the National Institute on Aging and the Alzheimer's Association began because with a new understanding of the disease and new ways of detection, it was becoming clear that the old method of diagnosing Alzheimer's was outdated. The current criteria for diagnosing Alzheimer's require steadily progressing dementia, memory loss, and an inability to carry out day-to-day -day activities. But researchers are now convinced that the disease is present a decade or more before dementia. Our thinking has changed dramatically, said Dr. Paul Asen, an Alzheimer's researcher at the University of California, San Diego. We now view dementia as a late stage in the process. The new guidelines include criteria for three stages of the disease. Preclinical disease, mild cognitive impairment due to Alzheimer's disease, and lastly, Alzheimer's dementia. The guidelines should make diagnosing the final stage of the disease in people who have dementia more definitive. But the guidelines also say that the earlier a diagnosis is made, the less certain it is. And so the new effort to diagnose the disease earlier could, at least initially, lead to more mistaken diagnoses. The new diagnostic criteria also have consequences for lawyers, insurance companies, and workers' compensation programs. Under the new guidelines for the first time, diagnoses will aim to identify the disease as it develops by using results from so-called biomarkers, tests like brain scans, MRI scans, and spinal taps that reveal telltale brain changes. The biomarkers were developed and tested only recently, and none have been formally approved for Alzheimer's diagnosis. One of the newest, a PET scan, shows plaque in the brain, a unique sign of Alzheimer's brain pathology. The others provide strong indications that Alzheimer's is present even when patients do not yet have dementia or even much memory loss. 
Asen says he foresees a day when people in their 50s routinely have biomarker tests for Alzheimer's, and if the tests indicate the disease is brewing, take drugs to halt it. That is a ways off, he said, but it's where we're heading.